A day before the budget, newsrooms across the country are abuzz with economic terminology and a laser focus on North Block. But this time, the evening before Nirmala Sitaraman took centre stage to make history by presenting her sixth consecutive budget, the spotlight shifted. Paytm Payments Bank has gotten a jolt a day before the union budget gets announced on the 1st of February. The Reserve Bank of India has imposed major restrictions on Paytm Payments Bank, citing, and I quote, persistent non-compliance and continued material supervisory concerns. Barred from accepting deposits, top-ups from any customer account, wallets and fast-tags after February 29. Remember, in March of 2022, the RBI had barred Paytm from onboarding new customers without the RBI's permission. Details of these concerns have not been officially disclosed but could involve data security, customer protection or regulatory violations. Vijay Shekhar Sharma, once the poster child of the India payment story through Paytm, found himself at the receiving end from a regulator that seems to have lost patience with the payments bank. What followed was a big clampdown by the RBI. What is this crackdown on Paytm's payment bank and what has caused it? And did Paytm have it coming? Will this lead to lending partners possibly re-looking at their relationship as Paytm clearly loses all favour with the regulator and turns into a potential touch-me-not. And the big question, will customers cash out? To answer all this, joining me in a very late-night recording is 80s Pratik Bhakta, TMB's go-to for everything fintech. Pratik, thank you. I know it's been a long evening and by the time our listeners are getting into this, there possibly will be a market reaction as well. But I want to go back to the first step. What exactly has the RBI said that is raising not just red flags, but as many are calling right now, an axe on Paytm at this point? Hi, Anupriya. It's a pleasure uh, to be on the show. So I think the first thing that caught the attention of the industry in the context of this uh, notification is the fact that it's extremely harsh on Paytm. And uh, just to quote it uh, directly from the notification, it says that uh, persistent non-compliances and continued material supervisory concerns in the bank with respect to Paytm Payments Bank here. So this is something that has been directly at the company and uh, which has uh, pushed the RBI to take the following steps which is stopping all forms of deposits or credit transactions on Paytm Payments Bank, stopping all kinds of payment services. And you know, it's a payment bank. Payments is a very, very critical part of the business for the bank. It has stopped all forms of payment services, be it UPI payments, be it IMPS payments, be it Aadhaar-based payments, or even bill payments. And the third thing is, and this is directly for the customers of uh, the bank, Whatever money they have with the bank in their accounts, they can use up that money, withdraw it to their bank accounts, transfer it to some other accounts, or use it for some other transactions till February 29. After that, you know, they can continue using the account till the amount gets exhausted, uh, but they can't load the load any money into the account. I mean transfer any money into the account. So this is like extremely harsh, which means that you know 
technically the business operations of the bank come to a grinding halt and the other thing that the rbi has spoken about is it has asked the nodal accounts of 197 communications which is the owner of paytm again paytm is separate from paytm payments bank but this is with regards to paytm its nodal accounts are to be terminated at the earliest so what does it mean the nodal accounts are nothing but you know accounts which are used for fund transfer towards merchants mm-hmm. when a customer pays a merchant for an e-commerce transaction or for a offline transaction it doesn't go directly from my bank account to the merchant's bank account it goes to something like a nodal account and from the nodal account maybe mm-hmm. after one day or maybe at the end of the day it goes in a bulk transaction to the merchant so even that comes to a stop which means that merchant payments will be disrupted as well so you know uh, if you look at it overall the entire business of the payment bank gets disrupted after this order from the rbi so just to clarify for our listeners paytm payments bank is a separate entity it's from what i understand and correct me if i'm wrong is a group company of paytm and paytm holds about a 40 49% stake if i'm not mistaken pratik in the thing however it's not a subsidiary so let me just maybe you know kind of uh, try to uh, break it up for our listeners here paytm is owned by this company called 197 communications which is a listed company with a market cap almost around rupees 50000 crore currently 48000 to be precise as of january 31 we don't know what will happen today uh but paytm payments bank is a separate entity which is which is referred to as an associate company in technical parlance by it is described as an associate company by mm-hmm. paytm uh, paytm payments bank is owned in a way that 49% is owned by 197 communications and the rest 51% is owned by vijay shikha sharma mind you when the licenses were given out by the reserve bank of india for payment bank paytm didn't get the license vijay shikha sharma had gotten the license so the license is in the name of the founder of paytm who is vijay shikha sharma he is 51% owner in the bank 49% is owned by 197 communications that's very interesting and a clarification that's actually not come out so in a way this entire order is directed solely towards vijay shikha's company one would say we can say that because the license was in in his name but after all it's not about one person sure. uh, the bank has become very big course, it has its own course. ceo it has its own management structure obviously vijay sits on the board but uh, yeah uh, it is a separate entity now yeah so let's let's narrow this down i was listening to a few of the interviews that were happening across as well on on the matter and the industry reactions are quite harsh but this is not the first time uh, pratik that ptm payments bank has had a run in with the regulator the first of the lot happened in march 22 where they raised the red flag then october as well there was a fine that was imposed take us through that trajectory where time and again the rbi has come back to the doorstep and said this is not working for us change something about how you're doing this yeah in fact uh, one of the key aspects of this order is not it's not a bolt from the blue something that has been building up back in march 2022 rbi had asked paytm payments bank to stop onboarding new customers and it has been the scenario since then interestingly in may 2022 paytm had to terminate its plans to acquire a general insurance company raheja qbe mm-hmm. so even that plan did not uh, go through because uh, regulatory clearances didn't come about then in november 2022 paytm payment services which owns the payment gateway operations which is through which when you make online payments at a merchant outlet 
they got uh, impacted by the RBI when they were also asked to stop onboarding new merchants. In fact, they didn't even get a payment aggregator license. They were asked to get FDI clearances for their past investments from Alibaba, SoftBank, etc. And that's how Paytm payment services never got the payment aggregator license. Even till date, it didn't make the cut. And in December 2023, Paytm had to stop its postpaid services for its customers. The BNPL offering that it had, yeah. even yeah. that had to be stopped, which in fact impacted their share prices drastically. And now finally in January 2024, when RBI has ordered Paytm Payments Bank to almost come to a grinding halt. So yeah, uh, we can say that it has been in the making for a, for a while now. You know, a lot of times when we hear of these fines being imposed, Pratik, and you know, these pop-ups that come on the RBI website and notifications, so-and-so bank fined 10 lakhs for non-compliance, uh, so-and-so bank chined for this, they almost seem routine and, you know, you, we let them pass them by. But I want to go back to the October 23rd order, which came out, and for our listeners for just a minute, they highlighted some of the key concerns that they had when they imposed a penalty, I think it was a little over 5 crores at that point on Paytm. They said that Paytm Payments Bank failed to identify beneficial owners in respective entities onboarded by it for providing payout services. It did not monitor payout transactions or carry out risk profiling of entities availing the payout, payout services. They also go ahead and said that they breached regulatory ceiling at the end of the day balance in some customer advance accounts as well. Then comes the concerning point on data, where it was highlighted that they reported a cybersecurity incident with, with quite a delay, and they failed to implement device-binding control measures under under the delivery receipt checks and all. Uh, so there were significant problem points of KYC, of onboarding, of the way the business was being run. What I'm coming to is, in March 2022, Paytm was given time. There was an audit done, another audit done by the RBI. It might have been a routine one. But time and again, it seems like the same problem that Paytm has not corrected its course of action. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, while we are saying that the RBI action is very harsh, there must be a reason for it, right? In the past yeah. also, RBI has spoken about these challenges that they faced while auditing Paytm. And data localization... Where is the data? Who has access to data? Cybersecurity measures, information security measures. Paytm was always found to be lacking on these fronts. So as a lawyer friend of mine was telling me earlier in the evening today, when in March 2022, RBI asked Paytm Payments Bank to stop onboarding new customers, it was a warning signal for them. And it was also an mm. indication that get your house in order. Perhaps uh, mm. what has happened now is after the RBI realized that even after repeated instructions to the company, they have not been able to get their house in order. So yes, like again, we, I was saying, it has been building up to it. Like you mentioned, a lawyer friend of yours uh, and what they highlighted, I was speaking to a market participant, Pratik, who tracks the sector quite closely. Someone who obviously said talked about the harsh uh, shareholder value that has been eroded over the past few years with uh, Paytm as well. The stock itself listing and, uh, you know, pricing itself at 2150 and coming all the way down to 400 and now it's in the 700 marks on closing on Jan 31st. That's, that's the caveat to disclaimer here. The one point that was highlighted to me is that the line that is missing is the date to comply or change. If you look at the March order, it categorically says that there is time that further instructions, depending on what they get back from Paytm, Payments Bank, right? The October order was just a penalty. 
this particular order, which is highlighting concerns without detailing them right now, and it's just a regulatory supervisory action, has no mention of them awaiting anything from Paytm Payments Bank or any clarification or any action from them. It seems like this is it. Like there is no time period given to comply with something, if you get yeah. what I'm asking. So that was something someone highlighted to me that was very odd. And which is what sends the jitters to someone looking at this order against Paytm Payments Bank. Right. But given it's still early days, the order has just come out and, and a lot of people are still trying to figure out. And after all, uh, we shouldn't forget the fact that there are more than 100 million users who are using Paytm in different capacities. So the question is whether it's the end of the road for this company or for this bank. I would say uh, not yet. Uh, let's see how things play out. There are multiple services that Paytm offers, we should not forget. The Paytm app operates independently of the payment bank. It is a property of 197 Communications, which is not uh, the target of this order. So the app continues to function. I believe UPI payments will continue to function because uh, in certain cases, Paytm is a third-party app. And if your bank account is with some other bank, you can continue using Paytm to make your UPI payments. And even certain merchant payments should continue to function. But then again... uh, These are extremely technical things. I'm sure what I heard from sources inside Paytm is also they are also trying to figure out the long-term impact of this this order. So I guess uh, that we will only be able to uh, figure out with time. I want to move to the customer part, as you just mentioned, Prateek, because that is what a lot of people now holding their phones with that Paytm Karo sound and, you know, the little scanners. Should they be worried about using it? What is the UPI payment or using it to pay your bills? If I'm not a payments bank customer, but just merely using it for my fast tag or my, you know, payments to my grocer, and, and, and as all of us have over the past few years, what should customers now be doing? Because these kind of orders send a panic across the system as well. Yeah, there will be some panic across the system. But again, I would say that uh, we still don't know the extent of the order's impact on general Paytm customers. So we should await further communication from the company. What obviously we know is payment bank customers, whoever had a savings bank account with Paytm Payments Bank, they have time till February 29, that is the end of this month, to either use up the money they have in the account or take the money out into some other account. Fastag, NCMC, these are run by Paytm Payments Bank. They will stop. That has been said by the RBI itself. There is a means to port someone's fast tag. So I think those kinds of options will have to be explored. Other than that, given that Paytm is a huge financial services player, it's not a very small wallet company or a payment company or an UPI app. It offers multiple other services, something as basic as booking movie tickets, for instance. So there are multiple services that Paytm app will continue to offer. So it will be better to kind of Give it some time. There is still enough time and try to understand what are the problems, what all as a customer I will be able to access, what all I won't be able to access. After that, I think customers should take a call. Um, You know, Pratik, I was going through the first look report that uh, Jeffries has on this. This is obviously a very quick note that they've sent out to investors at this point. They've highlighted that an important point is going to be that this may have an impact on the lending business uh, due to the operational as well as the governance risk that that's coming in. And what they are highlighting at this point is that 
they can have collateral impact that if lending partners limit business due to the risks that have shown up uh, and which will end up being a key risk to valuations as well as to revenues going ahead. And Jeffries is not the only one. Even Suresh Ganapati from Macquarie sent out a quick report uh, late in the evening to investors. And he, he's uh, also highlighting a very critical point that is there any end to this ban, you know? Uh, he's highlighting the fact that it took 15 months for RBI to revoke its ban on digital business activities to the largest private sector bank. Uh, and in this case, since the first ban, which was in March, of onboarding customers, which was about March 22. So 22 months have passed. Um, the RBI has then conducted comprehensive IT audits as well. Um, so in effect, He's saying that RBI is indirectly revoking the prepaid instrument license of Paytm, which is which is a very big um, a statement coming in. And, and that's Macquarie's view at this point coming in. Uh, so I guess at this point, Pratik, it's going to be a wait and watch because the first call, at least from the market side, um, is not looking good. But one didn't need to wait for the day to roll out to hear from Paytm. At 1.30 a.m., OCL, or rather 197 Communication, finally issued a press release in a bid to make it clear to investors that they were adhering to the RBI directive and cutting ties with the payments ban. OCL says that they will accelerate the plans and completely move to other bank partners and no longer work with Paytm Payments Bank. And because of the termination of nodal account of OCL and the Paytm Payment Services Limited, which is what Pratik was talking to us at the beginning of the episode about, Paytm says they will continue partnerships with other banks to ensure continuity of business. The company expects this action to have a worst-case impact of 300 to 500 crores to its annual EBITDA. The company also goes ahead and makes some clarifications regarding the board seats that they hold on Paytm's bank and the influence, uh, or the rather the lack of it, that they exert on the board. A late-night release coming in from the Paytm management. With that, it's a wrap on this episode of the Morning Brief podcast. Obviously, this is not the last we've heard. What happens to Paytm from here on and the business model, whether it can truly pivot from the punishment that the RBI has imposed on it. A big shout out to the team that put this together very late into the night as developments continue to roll out. Thank you for listening in. Have a great day.